0: And welcome aboard the Walt Disney World transportation system. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas.
1: Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose Disney Podcast. On today's episode, we are talking all about a topic that is really what every trip to Disney up until this point in time has been about for Tony and I, couples vacations at Walt Disney World. As always, I am joined here by my sweet and handsome co-host, Tony. When we first started traveling to Walt Disney World for our second anniversary back in 2020, we really like never ever looked back after that trip. Going to Walt Disney World on a couples trip is just so much fun and in some ways I feel like it can be really underrated whether you're going to celebrate a honeymoon, maybe it's like a surprise engagement trip, an anniversary just to get away with like your significant other. Um, There's so much to do at Walt Disney World for adults. And getting to live in the magic of Disney with the person that you love the most, I just feel like there's nothing like it, you know?
0: So basically, we're just going to recap our trips from the past. Yes, and so share tips that trips.
1: we've learned along the way.
0: Okay, that should be easy.
1: Yeah, so as of now, I guess we've done we've done five couple trips to Disney. Obviously, our trips moving forward will look a little bit different with the girls on the way, but... Um, we're no less excited for them. I think it'll just be, like, a fun difference. So, we've just had so much fun along the way. And I think that it's just, like, such a great opportunity just to, like, reconnect with your spouse, you know? Or you something for another.
0: Oh, yeah. We know. <laughs> romantic. Yeah, romantic. Should we give the tips or you got some more to talk about on the front end?
1: No. I mean... I guess like our, like, I guess our Disney trips have just always been so fun and so magical. Like our first trip to Disney was, like I said, it was our second anniversary. Um, After that, we made it a tradition to go every year for our anniversary. And then um, we started throwing in like a second trip, um, like for the year, which we go in September. Um, And it's just, it's so much fun just to like get to like run through the parks. Like I always feel like when I go with you... For a couple trips that it's just like we're truly kids
0: so going into tip number one because you already took my first tip is to be kids <laughs> whether you're going in there without kids or you're, you're like us and you, you've always been there as a couple that's the first thing and the most important thing to remember is to be kids when you're in the park not to only think about when you have kids you can do this you can have fun you can run around you can do whatever kids do be a kid Definitely makes it way more fun.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. And I guess I honestly hadn't even thought about that. I think I kind of, like, take, like, just to me, it's like, okay, like, yeah, you're just going to go to Disney and you're going to be a kid. But like what you said, um, if you've never been to Disney before, or if this is, like, your first trip to Disney without kids, it can be very easy to still be, like, in that rigid, like, adult mindset. I feel like when we go to Disney, we literally, like... We don't know what's going on in the outside world. Like, it doesn't matter to us. You know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we really get to act like we have, like, that, like, childlike spirit. My number one tip is do not rope drop. I talk about this all the time, but I just feel like rope drop at Walt Disney World isn't necessary for it your depends vacation. depends how many times you've been there. Yes, that's true. Depends on how many times you've been there. But if you are going without kids, I frequently tell my clients if they're going on adult vacations to Disney don't rope drop because you can sleep in and then enjoy the parks like up until closing time which is sometimes after the fireworks you know and a lot of people don't realize that the parks are sometimes open after the fireworks I'm talking about Magic Kingdom in particular is typically open after the fireworks and a lot of people don't realize that they leave the park and that is one of the things that we love to do on our anniversary trips is like we will like Run around the parks and get as many like rides done and stuff like that. Like we stack lightning lanes and just go from like Space Mountain to like Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean, all of those fun rides. Um, and the crowd is minimal, you know.
0: Yeah, so as preface, this is what we like to do. It's still a tip, but we've learned what we've learned and what we like to do more so. Take it or leave it.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, like I feel like every every family is different, like every couple is different, and so you may be someone who likes to get to the parks early and you may want to go over to um like end your evening at California Grill and have a nice meal and not go back to the parks. We're people who we like, once we get to the parks, we like to stay there until close. Um, and so that's kind of just what works for us.
0: Depends on what park too. Animal Kingdom, you're going to rub drop that one well yeah it shuts down earlier so it depends on the park too then
1: yeah definitely
0: we rope drop Animal kingdom stay in the morning until closed then do like a dinner afterwards but magic kingdom we tend to go when about 10 o'clock
1: right is well right magic kingdom's way, also a
0: park that stays open the way, way they've more to do
1: magic kingdom we tend to go about 10 and then epcot we usually don't get there like right when it opens epcot we go at like
0: So Hollywood Studios, we pretty much get there.
1: Hollywood Studios. I whenever it's time to go to Hollywood Studios, I am like up and ready to get there. I love that park.
0: Kind of makes it tricky. Did you sleep in one day? Not the next. Not the next. Then you get up. Then you back and forth.
1: So that was one of my things that I learned from um, a podcast early on when we were um, going to Disney. Somebody had suggested on a suggested, and I thought it was a really great idea. If you are going to Disney don't do like okay. magic kingdom stays open the latest so let's say magic kingdom closes at 11 don't schedule your animal kingdom day the day after your magic kingdom day because magic kingdom or animal kingdom opens the earliest and closes the earliest you want to maximize that time at Mag- at animal kingdom so you don't want to be tired from staying at magic kingdom till close you know
0: mm-hmm. makes sense
1: so I always try to like whenever I'm planning our park days I always try to like go through that and think like think through okay we're probably going to be out late at this park and then we'll be up early for this park. with all of that said now that park pass reservations are going away for 2024 for day guest it won't be as much of an issue for most people but it's still something to think about
0: so that was your number one
1: that was my number one don't rub job
0: in order yes highest priority yes Hot What's yours? We've kind of already talked about this in the but number two is to explore. If you're going with just one other person, it's easier to go get more done. Less people, less opinions. In the parks, everywhere. Goers check out other resorts. Yeah, we have a lot more people. There's a lot more opinions. There's a lot more things you got to get done. You can't get as much done. Right. So like for us, we can go cruise on the monorail, go check out another resort, have lunch. Go to a park, whatever, any order. Just you can get a lot more done. to, to explore as much as you can. Yeah, just with one other person.
1: That's true. Like we we've talked about it on the podcast before. Like we like we love to when we're leaving Animal Kingdom. We don't usually have a dining reservation that night, and we'll just hop on a bus and hop over to um, whatever resort. Like so, last time we were leaving Animal Kingdom, we. We're like, the first bus that pulls up, that's where we're going. And it happened to be going to the Contemporary Wilderness Lodge. And we were like, okay, the first resort it goes to, that's where we'll get off at. And it pulled up to Wilderness Lodge. And then we went to Geyser Point Bar and Girl, where we love. But if we were in a big group, that would have been harder to do rather than it just being the two of us. Obviously, if it's us with the girls, like that won't be that big of an issue. But the the goals? The goals, as our niece says. The goals.
0: Hashtag. The ghouls.
1: <laughs> yeah. G-O-U-R-L-S. Um, so yeah, that's true. And I guess like we've gotten to see so many of the different resorts and stuff because we just hop around and re- and um, explore the different resorts. You can go to, you could leave Grand Floridian and go to Enchanted Rose Lounge over at, or you could, I'm sorry, you could leave Magic Kingdom and go to Grand Floridian and go to Enchanted Rose Lounge. Like do something like that and take advantage of that.
0: Well, and like we have done, it gives you a kind of more info as far as like resorts that you'd want to stay at the future right things like that not just to go hang out necessarily you get kind of multi multifaceted. faceted is that a wrong usage of that word no more reasons to not want to go there that's just kind of <laughs> go eat lunch but yeah, yeah check out places you may want to stay in the future
1: yeah my second tip is to plan a resort day with a nice dinner so one of the things we always do is we, um, we'll do a resort day. Typically it's the day after our anniversary
0: and then
1: we have like no plans during the day and we'll just kind of hang out at the pool, eat around at the resort. And then we'll typically do a dinner at a resort that's outside of ours. So when we did a wilderness lodge, we went over to Ohana and ate dinner there Um, last time though, we, since we were at beach club, we just walked into Epcot and that was kind of like our fun dinner. So
0: plan a resort day with a nice dinner. Yeah. So not a nice dinner every day, just a resort day.
1: No, not that Well, I feel like it's like, I don't know. I just always feel like it's. We always do
0: a dinner every day.
1: We do a dinner every day, but most of the time we're in the parks, you know? So like plan a, plan a resort dinner, I guess I should say
0: on your resort day, plan a, have a nicer dinner.
1: Right, a nicer dinner. Because you have time to dress up, all of that stuff, you know?
0: What would be your restaurant to go to?
1: Um, I would say, like, go to Ohana. I would say, if you want to do a character meal um, as a couple, you could do that. That's something Tony and I have never done on a couple trip I don't change soon with the goals. But, um, We're we've, out. <laughs> yeah, we've always held on on doing character meals until we have, um, our little ones with us so that will be something to do but i know a lot of people who go on couples vacations who still do um who still do character dining so you could go eat at like strobic dining at artist point you could eat at Narcusies. you could go to uh, california grill there's so many like nicer places you could go to and since you're already gonna go to the parks anyway you can get dressed up you're not in your park clothes all that fun stuff
0: not that i was ever above it Still, I think it's really you're geared, geared more toward kids with the the character sit downs. I would do it still, but it just seems still seems the most appropriate with kids. Well, I agree with that. Yeah, it's still kind of weird. Still,
1: <laughs> it depends on where you go, though. I think like I think if you went to Topolino's Terrace and you ate breakfast with like Mickey and characters, I don't think that that would be necessarily as awkward. Because it's a nicer atmosphere. But I agree. I don't think that... I've... Everything
0: is acceptable and you shouldn't feel weird at all, but you still kind of do.
1: Well, and I guess that's kind of contrasting the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. Because you should be kids with your significant other. So maybe we've been doing it wrong. I drop. Ooh. <laughs> we've been doing it wrong. We'll take our own advice.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> next trip, we're doing a character dining. But next trip, we'll have the goals with us. So, you know.
0: Moving on. All
1: right. What's your next one?
0: Something we always do is just to plan your trip on a special occasion. Yeah. Or like we used to. It, it, our anniversary was used to be on Super Bowl Sunday weekend week during that time. Right. Not anymore. But maybe do it on somebody's birthday or an anniversary as well. But that's something that you know when you're in Disney too. Something else to celebrate. You get the buttons. You you know it's a little yeah. more than just for just on a a trip. Makes it that much more special.
1: Yeah, and I think that it makes, like you said, it makes it that much more special. And I would also add to that and selectively choose which park you want to visit on that day. So if you go, so like Tony said, if you're going to um, Disney for your what, Um, your birthday, your like wife's birthday then i would plan to go to maybe the park that she's the most excited about on that particular day that's something that we learned a couple of years ago remember we like planned to go to epcot on our anniversary to mix it up one of the things we always do is we try to go to the parks in different orders and now we've that we've been more. that's a little bit like harder to do but it always makes it feel like it's not the same trip over and over again so We
0: went to Epcot
1: on our anniversary, but we realized, like, we actually really like to be at Magic Kingdom on our anniversary. There's nothing wrong with Epcot, but you're just kind of, like, walking around more, having food and drinks. You're not really, like, sitting down, you know?
0: Yeah, it just didn't feel right. No,
1: and so going back to, like, that previous tip of, like, plan a resort day with a nice dinner, that resort day was the next day, and then our dinner was at Ohana, so we are like, okay, we're really celebrating our anniversary at Ohana that night. So if you're having like if you're taking advantage of having a nice um or having like that celebration during your vacation, then definitely plan for it with like a, a park or a special dinner or something like that, just to make it that much more magical. Mine is take advantage of table service meals.
0: That's your that's your what your next one. Yeah. Number three.
1: Yeah. Number three. Take advantage of table service meals because
0: when you're like you said when you're in a bigger group. It can be more challenging and more expensive
1: if you have like little ones with you like we'll probably do more quick service dining at disney which is nothing wrong that we love quick service dining at disney too there's great options
0: we've taken advantage of this one <laughs> everywhere we go we've
1: done our fair share yeah because you can't so when when you take kids to disney let's say they'll um like they're babies they're in strollers they're in carriers still um you can't take your stroller into most restaurants you can always ask the cast member but it's up to their discretion as to whether or not they have like a corner table or somewhere that they can place you um that's obviously their biggest priority is making sure that like the wait staff and everything can get around especially if you go to like a character meal the characters you're walking through and stuff like that so you may not be able to just like wheel your stroller right in there whereas if you're on a couple strip it's a lot easier to do
0: Number four, bring extra money. Splurge, get, get the bigger resort. Get the, spend a little more money on your hotel. Yeah. Maybe get a little sweet. More people, more money. It goes back to kind of the occasion, too. Make it, right. Make it on the occasion. Splurge, go higher, ball out a little bit. <laughs>
1: yeah, and there's so many different resorts at Disney, and some of them I feel like are really themed more toward adults. Not that any of them like Coronado. are Coronado. Like, Go stay in tower, right. Coronado. Not that any of them are going to be like, oh, children aren't allowed here. Like that would never be the thing at Disney. Um, but like at Coronado, like you said, when we stayed at Coronado in Grand Casino Tower, there were kids that were staying in like a room or two over from us. But it just felt like more of like an adult-centric resort.
0: Or like Saratoga. Yeah. Quieter. Golf while you're there. Right. Go to Disney Springs.
1: Or even like beach club, like I would recommend doing.
0: Yeah, port, Yeah,
1: Coronado. A lot of people say Coronado was like the uh... a moderate resort at a a deluxe resort at a moderate price tag. So then I would say do cor- like Coronado, or any of the deluxe resorts, like you said.
0: I just thought another one to add on, but I wait for you to do it.
1: <laughs> My next one is to get memory maker photo pass. I think a lot of people pass yeah, That's stuff. what you should do every time. Yes. No, I agree. But...
0: Some people have their strong opinions, though, but it's... A, it's... For $170, what, seventy Yeah. You're having... We wouldn't even have half the pictures. Well, that's why I say that. We wouldn't have anything. That's why I say that. I take pictures.
1: On our first couple trips, we... Um, on our first couple trips, we didn't have photo pass, because we were like, we don't really understand the point of it. And i had always seen, sometimes the fast I will be honest, sometimes photophops, photos can come out with, like, really harsh lighting. Especially There's usually one good one out of every six. But, yes. Yeah, at least you get got them. Yeah, you've got them. And the thing is, is we would end up walking around, I remember, like, we were standing on the bridge outside of the France Pavilion in Epcot, and we asked somebody to take a photo, and <laughs> it was, like... It was, they agreed and it was very kind of them to agree Who wants to
0: do that every time you want a picture but man? yeah that's, that's the thing
1: and, and it was during COVID and so we had like our masks on and I got then had the
0: gloves touching your phone yeah
1: people were weird <laughs> about like the like photos and like touching your phone anyway and then the photo was like off center and I was like this like they've the photo like got, we, got like, to be for the from we people." Well, we love doing photocop. Like, we love, like, our photos from it. They're so fun. They're, like, posed and everything like that. So I always recommend getting Memory Maker, but especially when you're on a couple trip because it just makes it so much easier.
0: It's not part of Memory Maker, but on your app on the Disney app, they have the, the frames you can take pictures I of. That's true. When you're in the parks, it's another thing. If you with Genie the Genie Plus. The Genie Plus, yeah. You can kind of do your own selfies with the Mickey in the background. Or there's the, Yeah. There's actually, I don't know how many there is, but there's a bunch of them. Do your own little little personal photos on that too as well.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: My last one, which is one we have never done, is do some kind of tour. Oh, uh, that's like a
1: good one.
0: Behind the scenes tour or the animal kingdom um what's a giants?
1: Caring for giants? Caring for
0: giants. Something like that. Or Savers
1: Savannah.
0: Kind of going back and forth on money. But just bring lots of money either way. <laughs> But that's something that if you're at the big group, you're probably not gonna. True. Who's going? Who's not going? More opinion, whatever. But yeah, do 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 like a behind the scenes or Keys of the Kingdom, right?
1: Well, yeah, and some of the tours have um, some of the tours have age limits. So I think Keys of the Kingdom. I think you have to be 14, 13 or 14 to be able to go on it. So if you're on an adult trip, you don't have to worry about that. We haven't done
0: any of them yet.
1: No, we have not yet to do them. But in our defense. A lot of them have been discontinued up until like this past year. They just brought them all back. There was one that I've still like wanted to do. I think it was like Marceline the Main Street that they used to have. And I was gonna surprise Tony with it because the thing with the Keys of the Kingdom tour, I've always wanted to do it, but it's like a five hour tour. And so you pay for your, your tour and then you also pay for a park ticket for that day on top of it. So it makes it more expensive and you're on the tour for like five hours. But um, there's another one that was called Marceline Main Street and you would walk down um, Main Street USA with a VIP tour, like a cast member, not a VIP tour guide, but like a cast member. Um, And you would have like headsets on and it would tell you all about like different details of Main Street and stuff, which I think that would be so much fun because that was only like a couple hours in the morning.
0: So how many tours is there? I don't know. Is there even one at Hollywood Studios? No. There should be.
1: I know, Hollywood Studios would be such a cool park to have tours at. Or Epcot? Yeah. Well, there's, like, Living with the Land, like, the Behind the Scenes tour. There's the, um... No
0: Utilador one at Epcot? No. Underneath? No. uh, That's something
1: that nobody talks about. There's a Utilador underneath Epcot. Did you know that? But... Um, there's also the one in the Seas Pavilion where you can, um, I think sometimes you can actually swim with dolphins, but then you can also just like go behind the scenes of like the, um, aquatic area.
0: I was looking up the VIP tours pricing from 450 to $900 per hour, depending on the season. Yep. Park admission is required. Mm-hmm. With that you can go up to 10 guests on that right So you split up so it's really cheap.
1: I priced that one for people and not really <laughs> I priced that one for people and it never like necessarily like comes to fruition because like Tony said you have to buy a park table you can't just buy one park ticket. you have to buy park hopper tickets because with VIP tours you can go to all four parks in one day just depending on how you plan it I think they're cool. In the sense that you get to skip the lines on attractions, but like Tony's up, there's a price that comes with
0: it. Yeah. So the, behind the seeds is the Epcot. Mm-hmm. Epcot Living with the Land tour, Carrying with Giants, the Animal Kingdom. You have VIP tours. I guess they have a VIP in every park. Yes. Multiple locations. Yeah. It has it at Epcot, Keys of the Kingdom tour, Magic Kingdom, Epcot Seeds Adventures. Mm-hmm. That's the scuba diving one. It's dive, yeah, it's Dive Quest. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: And you have Epcot Seas Adventures Dolphins. Right. Savor the Savannah, Animal Kingdom. The Starlight Safari at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's one where you drive around.
1: Yeah, that's the one where you meet at Animal Kingdom Lodge at night and deal with a night one.
0: Up Close with Rhinos at Animal Kingdom.
1: And that one kids can do.
0: And then the Wild Africa Trek at Animal Kingdom. We've seen that one, too. Right. like you eat. Eat and go on a ride, private tour. Yeah. You know, Savannah and then Wilderness Back Trail Adventure.
1: That's the one on Subways, right?
0: Disney's Fort Wilderness Lodge Resort.
1: Yeah, that's the one you go on Subways to Fort Wilderness Lodge. And that one that actually
0: like talk about that one for.
1: Um that one actually
0: Yeah, on two wheels. <laughs> go wild on two wheels.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that one is interesting because that one even during like COVID that one was still existent.
0: Take in Florida's natural Beauty while gliding along scenic back roads. On I don't a know segue. If I trust myself on a Segway. Get your Segway legs before you hit a. Thirty minutes of instructions of practice time. Oh, and you get a helmet. An electronic earpiece. Actually oh. sounds kind of fun. I had to try that one out.
1: Yeah. Let's
0: see who falls first. <laughs> so we got about 10. got about 10 10 different tours.
1: Yeah, and most of them like... Nothing if- you know all these studios, yeah. Yeah, there's. I know. I wish that there was. A, there's so much behind the scenes stuff in Hollywood Studios. So many like Easter eggs and things like that. I think it'd be so cool to do one in Hollywood Studios. Know, it
0: says multiple locations, but I do not say what locations in there. So maybe fun. If you know one, let us know. Anything in Hollywood Studios? Any kind of tour behind the scenes? VIP.
1: Well, VIP tours you can do to every single park. I know. Yeah, you can do that. So you could go with a VIP tour guide through Hollywood Studios, but you can't go just like on like a specific like um like behind the scenes tour of this this and this you know
0: so that's what i got
1: my Mm. last one is to do a progressive meal that's something that we did on our last trip twice we went into epcot and we did it we also did it over at disney springs we started out at um at oh i'm blanking right i'm jock lindsey's hanger bar um, and we had, like, appetizers and drinks. With the
0: pretzel board. With the pretzel board. The pretzel Huge board. pretzel charcuterie inside the big pretzel. Amazing.
1: Yes. Which, let me say, I think that that is severely underrated as a snack. Tony actually said that the other day. He was like, nobody talks about that enough. And I agree with him. It had, like, pepperoni on it. There was, like, some type of smoked sausage. They had, like, the best pickled cucumbers. Oh, my gosh. Those were so good. There was cheese, there was beer, like uh beer cheese. And you cheese. eat the yeah,
0: eat your pretzel as you're eating the rest of it and yeah, the pretzel did. goes around the around cheese. the
1: board. And then like was it a honey mustard or like a spicy mustard? Probably. So we started there.
0: And sit outside and watch the band play too while you're there.
1: Yeah, we saw or started there. Then we went over to Raglan Road and we ate dinner at Raglan Road. We had to wait a while, we asked for a table. In the main dining area, Raglan Road is really fun if you've never been there. It's an Irish um, pub style restaurant, so if you sit in the main dining room, there are live performers that do like dance shows and stuff. It was don't plan
0: on talking to anybody though. Yeah, it was
1: it was good. I um, have said on TikTok before that Raglan Road is not our favorite restaurant to eat at. It's a great atmosphere, but if you're going there for like fish and chips, like my food was actually really good. I got like braised beef or something, I think like that.
0: There's some stuff we haven't tried that looks really good. We just, I think we shot, we got shot, we shot ourselves in the foot for what we got last time.
1: Yeah, like I got the braised beef and that was really good. I don't really like heavier meals always, and like obviously their food there is gonna be like heavier, like more like comfort food. Um, But Tony got the fish and chips, and I just don't. We didn't feel like it was worth it for the price.
0: I don't like a big slab. I like pieces, and I think it was a huge slab a fish i think yeah so for me it just texture wise it didn't hit the spot but the, at- bad, just... the
1: atmosphere there is really fun and if you're on a, if you're on an adult trip, that's fine if you're with kids like you probably would want to like i like we talked about going back there and not requesting to be seated in the main dining area The first time we went there
0: we went there after we ate dinner uh-huh. and we just went up to the bar had a drink listen to the band every play and then we got an appetizer so that's that's more the way we like to go.
1: Yeah, to me, that's perfect. We got the gluten-free onion rings, and Tony was not a fan.
0: you were already full just to try and Yeah, and I wanted to try them. Didn't even eat them.
1: They were good. I only ate one of them. Like, onion rings are really filling, but they were, they were good. But they do have a great, like, gluten-free menu there. But then we ate there, and then afterwards, we went and went to Salt and Straw and had dessert. So we did a progressive dinner at um, Disney Springs, and then we also did one over at Epcot, which I've talked about on the podcast here before, it's under, if you're on, um, if you follow me on TikTok, it's under my, like, Walt Disney World vlogs, um, we did a whole, like, vlog from it, we went around the countries and did, like, a random, how to randomize your app, like, let us, ch- or let it choose which pavilion we were going to be eating at, and that was really fun, too.
0: Yeah, I we're kind of goes back to just being spontaneous. Yeah. Depends on how many times you've been here, what you want to see, but for us, we don't Necessarily have to do and see everything, we still like to do a lot, but to be spontaneous and doing just kind of whatever the wherever it takes you to go with the flow.
1: Yeah, there's so much to see and do at Disney. There's you so can't much. get
0: your expectations down having something you don't do, right? There's so much to see and do at Disney,
1: there's so much um, to explore, like Tony said in the beginning of the podcast, and there's so many things like you can do. I always say to plan on the front end. So, like, on our trips, I always plan a lot on the front end. And then once we get there, it's like, okay, well, let's just go with the flow and see what happens. Like, I don't want to be disappointed if I don't get to ride rock Until I get a hold year. of Genie Plus and it's on. Yeah, and then Tony gets a hold of Genie Plus and I'm like, hey, can you slow your roll? It's obsessive. Role? It's kind
0: of hard. Not to... <laughs> like, what's next? What's the ride next? What do we get next? What's going on? What's the way here? Check Where on the... are we refresh, going? refresh, refresh.
1: Tony's the worst about it at Magic Kingdom because he's just, like, Magic Kingdom, there's so much to do and you're just hopping around the park. But at the same time, as a bonus tip for when you go on a couple's vacation, don't be afraid to slow down. Like, because you don't have kids with you or you don't have people in your party who are like, I've got to get this ride in. Maybe make a list of, like, top three things for each of you to do and then the rest of it's just gravy. Like, you get to kind of, like, Explore the park and stuff like that. Like, some of our favorite things to do is to go into Crystal Arts off of Main Street USA. Watch and them
0: make, make, make pumpkins. Yeah,
1: we watch them make blow like glass. Blow glass. And it's so much fun. And
0: yeah, go talk to that guy. He'll, he's funny. Go talk to him when you're in there in the back. I forgot his name.
1: Yeah, and, 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 and Crystal Arts is owned by the Arebus Brothers, which is a whole like really cool story of the Arebus Brothers were actually sought out by Walt Disney himself um to create like crystal figurines and things like that for disneyland they now have a location at every single park around the world but at Walt disney world they have one at disney springs they have one at magic kingdom they wanted a couple at epcot i
0: thought they yeah they got them everywhere
1: i don't know about animal kingdom and Hollywood studios
0: i don't think so in animal kingdom no well, that's another one of our tips is the experience and and uh enjoy everything because a lot of times we go we're the the only people in that place when we first went yeah I basically had our own little demonstration with this guy because everyone's just cruising the attractions and rides i mean and, and there's so much more to see and do and learn and experience and just the rides and food
1: when we went to a magic kingdom in september we really like took advantage of slowing down because a lot of the like we really, go we go 100-0 100-0 yeah <laughs> a lot of the experiences that are so fun to do had been like closed during like covid or after covid and so they just come back so you've got mainstream vehicles and you get to magic kingdom right when it opens um the dapper dance performed throughout yeah, the day always
0: really stops with those guys
1: and and like Tony said like sometimes we've been the only people watching like the dapper dance and it's such a cool experience or go to the flag retreat at the end of the day we've never made that yet we still want to
0: yeah you get the routine of kind of doing the same kind of kind of route Whenever you get in these parks, sometimes you kind of go the same way try to get the same rats.
1: Well, and the flag retreat is off Main Street USA. It's like, right? So Magic Kingdom only has one real flag. All the rest of the flags on Main Street are actually fake. They're missing a star. They're missing a stripe. No one's going to
0: go up there and take those down every day. Yeah. So
1: that they don't have to be taken down every day. But the flag that is in the Main Street USA, like the plaza right in the front, right behind like the Roya mini statue um, is actually a real flag. So every day at 5 p.m., they have a flag retreat ceremony, and they have a pick a veteran for the day who comes up and, like, the flag's seen down and folded, and then it's... They've actually
0: the got, like, a full a full band, basically. Have you seen it?
1: It's a Main Street Philharmonic, Philharmonic band, right? I don't
0: know if they play the taps or what it is, but it's, it's kind of moving
1: yeah so we've always wanted to do that we've seen that one like on video but we've actually not gotten to do that one ourselves we're just never down on Main street usa at five um but that's something that we want to do like there's so many different or see the piano
0: man sitting outside everything cases three times yeah Casey's. yeah It's like 15 minutes a time so it's quick but something cool to see
1: or like in animal kingdom in the morning look for divine which if you've never seen divine in person like, she's
0: a freak she's so creepy
1: but she does, yeah. she definitely creeps me out but go it's see like the a vine. Big,
0: a huge vine tree It's it's a woman on tall.
1: stilts that is literally literally. You wouldn't even see her vine.
0: unless there was one of the handler wasn't there, you probably wouldn't even see her. I don't yeah. She's always right at the front as you're walking in to like the animal for Discovery Island. Yeah
1: she's always she's usually by discovery island in the mornings so like stopping to do things like that during the day are so magical and they're so like i tell people all the time i've had clients ask me like do you make itineraries for people's vacations and i always say no because i want you to make this your vacation and it's true like whether it's a couples trip or a family trip like make it your vacation but don't miss out on the opportunity to just relax and slow down
0: i think that's our tips right
1: Yeah, So that's going to do it for this week's episode. But um, be sure to give us a follow on the Double Dose of Disney podcast on either Instagram or TikTok. And drop us a DM with any suggestions or anything like that.
0: Your favorite tips.
1: Yes, your favorite tips for the Disney parks. And also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. um, And be sure to give us a follow. We cannot wait to see you back here next week.
0: See ya.